You are welcome to another exciting episode of CADA Matters. CADA Matters is an awareness-raising program of CADA. CADA is an acronym for Church Against Domestic Abuse, a UK-based charity working to prevent and end domestic abuse, especially in Christian homes. Listen to this episode with Gracilis so as to build healthy relationships and keep your home and relationships abuse-free. So we're all welcome um, to those that will be joining us later and for those that might be watching a rebroadcast later on IGTV, a warm welcome to you to Kada Matters, where Kada is Church Against Domestic Abuse. Um, tonight um, on the hot seats with me is the convener of um, Kada Matters and what we'll be discussing today is the silent treatment very interesting topic very very interesting interesting topic is it it's is a crime i think 99 percent of humanity has is guilty of in in one way or the other in one part at one, one season <laughs> at one season of your life either intentionally or unintentionally without knowing that that is what you are doing so today we're going to be talking about the silent treatment and how it relates to abuse you know some people will tell you i'd rather not say anything because they say silence is golden but is that are we always after that golden or that gold so to say when does silent treatment um become abuse when does it transcend from um just ignoring one person to actually becoming abused. So that's what we'll be looking at today. We'll be looking at what is silent treatment in what kinds of relationships. Of course, like I said, that 99% of humanity has one way or the other been involved or been a victim themselves of silent treatment. We're going to also try to look at why, what's the psychology behind the use of um, silent treatment and what we can do and our response to silent treatments, perhaps if we're being on the receiving end of it and perhaps what we should stop doing if we're on the giving end of um, silent treatment. So it promises to be an engaging and as always informative session on um, Kada Matters as it is our custom. So we'll go straight on in tonight and we just hit the show on the road. What is silent treatment? Okay, so I will say that the silent treatment is when an individual refuses to communicate with another one verbally then they're using the silent treatment and it's it's actually something that could be really be painful frustrating for someone and sometimes even confusing so it's when one person is unwilling to address an issue or connect to the other in any meaningful way and so actually when you talk about the silent treatment it's what you it's um a sort of like demand withdrawal pattern in a relationship so it happens when maybe a partner is pressuring another with criticism, with requests, with complaints, and then the next person doesn't just see anything. There's avoidance, there's silence. And when we say silence, I would say that it does not necessarily mean there's nothing being said, but it's not like before. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So yeah. if someone refuses to acknowledge you or talk to you, no matter what you say or do, if you say hello and the person doesn't answer, uh, well, let me not go to that, but you know what it is. I said, yeah. I think I remember the very first, I, I still remember one of the very first silent treatments I had from someone, and it was a friend. And 
reading and researching on this topic took me back to that time and i was like oh that was silent treatment going on it's not a very pleasant um especially when you're at the other receiving end of it when you're at the receiving end of it um demand and withdraw pattern in a relationship that's um quite interesting and interesting terminology yeah and like you said when you're on the receiving side it's it's quite hurtful it just messes up Anyway, we'll get into that. I'm sure we'll talk about some of the effects of the silent treatment on the, the victim or uh, the receiver <laughs> of that dose. So what kinds of relationship does it occur really typically? Where, what, where would you find the use of silent treatment? Well, I think you said it at the beginning. I said almost 90% of us, and that is almost in any relationship. And like I said, I've experienced it with a friend. You could experience it with friends. So it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. You can actually experience this between friends. Your friend could give you the silent treatment. And I'm not talking about, there are some friends that some people are speaking to someone with you and she was like, oh, I've not spoken to the person in a long while. But when we speak, we would catch up. And sometimes we speak twice a year. You have some friends you speak to twice a year. And that's just yeah. how your friendship operates. Or even once in two or three years. And whenever you speak, you continue from where yeah. you laugh and there's nothing there so it that's different you know but this one you know that something is going on you could even be with the co-workers at work your boss could be giving you silent treatment they talk to everybody they pass mm -hmm. work on to everybody and they're not passing to you and there's a way and manner it goes you know that mm -hmm. this is silent treatment <laughs> or it could be in a romantic relationship which perhaps is the reason a lot of people are listening and coming to listen yes i've been experiencing that it could even be in the family sometimes some parents do that your child has done something instead of calling the child and correcting the child you start using silent treatment you ignore the child you call all the other children or even pray for them and don't call this child's name and then the child goes there because we do it in many many ways you know mm -hmm. and we've had it done to us in many many ways it could be between a family in a family relationship it could happen it could happen some parents actually use it with their children mm -hmm. so those are the different ways and it could happen in a church also mm. wow interesting <laughs> <laughs> interesting the dynamics of how and um where the silent treatment can occur but before we progress any further i think one key thing we have to understand or try to make our listeners understand is what can i term silent treatment is there a duration for it to occur before i can say that's a silent treatment and um, for example if i just decide that um today i'm not talking to my spouse or i'm just it's one of those days especially for women when you want to say maybe it's your time of the month you're quite moody and all that when how long does it last what how what's the duration before i can term this as silent treatment or like i um the example i gave um I'm a, it's my time of the month my hormones are all over the place i'm being quiet and then my my partner or the people around me will be like oh she's giving me the silent treatment when can we term something as silent treatment or in what ways do people show this for us what kind of behavior would someone exhibit for us to term it as they're given silent treatment Okay, I think I get what you said when you were talking about you are in, not in the mood for so much talk and all of that. Yeah. The is at the end of the day, somehow that's communicated to your partner. Your partner can see that you are doing some things that you don't normally do. <laughs> you are changing parts and they can tell that something is happening. But I think that silent treatment comes in different ways. 
you know when you start giving someone the one word answer you ask a long question first of all it could be total silence to start mm -hmm. with or you could be operating on the lord is in the holy temple let all the nation keep quiet before him type of talent treatment mm -hmm. or it could be the one word answer treatment someone asks you so how was work today and you're like fine and we know you don't normally just say fine yeah. you know it could be and you could just sometimes it, it could be more than one word but it's just communication as necessary as strictly necessary uh, so are you going to pick up the children from school you know that kind of communication yeah. nothing extra nothing, nothing whatever yeah. or so uh for some people it could even be a uh, uh what do you call it now it could even be not replying to text messages you can see that the person has read the message and then mm -hmm. the person does not reply the message do you understand mm -hmm. that silent yeah. treatment with your message for so long and then even when they reply not even acknowledge as it's where that <laughs> that they had seen this message for like how long or it could even be for some couple sleeping in another bedroom without prior permission after an argument you just go there you know and when you're saying how long it depends on the person it depends on how the person has developed their skills and it depends on people because some people are actually malice champions and some people would <laughs> continue till that goal is which remember that in the silent treatment the person is trying to do something there is a goal it's not just i'm moody i'm keeping quiet no yeah. there's something behind the silent treatment so there are some people that can keep this silent treatment till they get what they want wow interesting so i would want to assume perhaps also um like you said it's not it's not necessarily a verb it's not necessarily verbal or talking so would that be like in a relationship like refusing to eat food when oh yeah oh yeah. african men let me not say african men but sorry you <laughs> know me some people are like oh i'm not going to eat the food she cooks and yeah. so, so the honest truth is some people don't really care if you don't eat that's your problem do you understand but some people do that to punish you know that's another way you could do silent when you don't eat and some children also do it. They're not happy with what their parents have done and they put food in front of them and they refuse to eat because they know their parents want them to eat. And it's, it's just, it's all the different things to do. <laughs> I, I think with the child, it's, it's a battle that is not long drawn because after a while, <laughs> they, they lose that resilience. But I think it's more common within married people. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. adults. Yeah. I would not see if the person has eaten on their way. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it, that's that's quite um it, that's quite interesting so generally why would someone use the silent treatment what motivates that whole notion of silent treatment have i would i have to offend someone before they would give me the silent treatment is it a lesser evil do they think oh um since i'm not talking to this person it's 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 easier it's i'm not abused i'm not verbally abusing this person kind of kind of, i'm staying in my lane so to say so why, why would people do that must it be motivated by something must it be triggered by something well i think there are several reasons to be honest there are different reasons people um, use the silent treatment and there are different people who do use the silent treatment you've got some people using the silent treatment as part of their personality you, you see some people are passive aggressive you know and because they are passive aggressive they are upset but they don't want to say anything so people are just immature so people do not have well-developed communication skills so they use the silent treatment and then usually most times when we're talking about this silent treatment we're saying people usually use it they use it to manipulate their partner so it's like a form of bullying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
to punish, you know, to express displeasure. You are upset about something your spouse has done and then you yeah. go off silent. Sometimes it's to seek attention. I think if I keep quiet, say, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Perhaps that might be another way. <laughs> it could be the fact that the person is just trying to evade conflict. They are afraid of a fight. As in, if I talk on this matter, mm, mm. it will not be good, you yeah. know? Or some people know that, hmm, see, when you say one, before you say one, she has said hundred. Yeah. So some men just decide, let me just keep quiet. And, 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 and this just keep quiet is a silent, deadly silence. Do you understand? Yeah. Because they know yeah. that they are no match. And sometimes some people are just tired of fighting. You know, mm -hmm. they are tired of fighting. There's this inability to express their feelings properly. So they just, they just keep quiet. Wow. wow. I, I think um, one of the examples that you gave, um, like where you said why people use it, like that conveying of displeasure, surely uh -huh. there are other ways that you could convey displeasure because the person oh. doesn't know that they they have upset you, so to say, in one way. And, and then perhaps, again, another person who is married to someone who loves um, peace and quiet, who isn't really a talker is quite introverted and you're giving them the silent treatment. In fact, I would ask, how would one know that they're being given the silent treatment? I'll give you an example. Your, um, um, there's this um, couple um, that are based in Nigeria. Um, the, the wife was giving an example when they got married and um, she, was, she thought she was giving her husband the silent treatment. She was upset and she wasn't saying anything to him. And in his interpretation, he was like, oh, she's being holy. She's fasting and praying. That's why she's not talking until like she dragged it for a while. And she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm even giving the silent treatment. And, you know, so, you know, how do you balance or how do you come out of that kind of quagmire when you find yourself that you're doing this and the person doesn't really know that you're conveying a form of displeasure? Well, I, I think the basic thing there is understanding that as an adult, there is a need to communicate your feelings. You mm. have to talk. This person is not a witch. Perhaps the person is operating in the greatest gift of the spirit. But remember that even Elijah that was operating in all manner of spirits, there was a time he said, when his servant, oh, it was not Elijah or even Elisha, he told mm. his servant when the, that lady came, when he said, oh, go and meet that woman. That's the woman from, the woman that's been helping us. Take this, go and exercise everything. Well, the woman came and knelt at his feet and he was like, what's wrong? He said, there's something wrong and the Lord has not revealed it to me. So your partner could be Miss MOG or, you know, the very, very whatever. They wouldn't know. So I think the, the issue there is communicating, being able to say, this is what is happening because mm -hmm. somebody might be keeping quiet, just like the example you gave. You gave the example because, oh, the, the man thinks that she's keeping quiet because she's being holy and being in the mood. You know? yeah. Your son might be keeping quiet because his team, Arsenal, has lost once again. And he's <laughs> upset because he's friend. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the Arsenal fans are not going to find it funny, but, you know, he might just be angry that his team has lost again and he's just keeping quiet. Yeah. So, and that's why there needs to be communication. And then, see, if you continue doing this again and again and again, after some time, the person will get used to it and say, when she's ready or when he's ready, he will ready. talk. I can't be bothered. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. And, and shout out to all the Arsenal fans in the house. Yeah. We love you. We're praying yeah, for you. It will get better. 
Can you see Okay. So now back to back to the matter at hand. Hi everyone for that's joining Hi. us. Chivoli. Um I saw beautiful mind, Arewa Okay. Thank you for joining. We today we're talking about um the silent treatment, and you're welcome for some first-time joiners. This is Kada Matters, where and the meaning of Kada is church against domestic abuse. Okay. All right. Okay, so now we've talked about, we've defined what silent treatment is, we've talked about how the various ways that, or the various forms that silent treatment can occur, and we've talked about also the various types of relationships that you can find um, um, silent treatment. So because our name is Church Against Domestic Abuse, so we have to link our discussion with abuse. How we have, So when does silent treatment translates to abuse when does it metamorphosize into abuse when does silent treatment become abuse okay you see we've said several things a woman is in a period she's keeping quiet a man's team has lost the game he's keeping quiet mm -hmm. and all of that i think if you're consistently using silence to control someone then that is abuse when it becomes a frequent occurrence and it's lasting for longer and longer periods you know, when it's coming from a place of punishment, you know, it's not like a need for you to cool off or to regroup. And then if the silent treatment only ends when you, the next person apologizes or giving to the demands, then it is abuse. If you've changed your behavior just to avoid the silent treatment or to end the silent treatment, then it's most likely abuse. So I, I think that's when silent treatment is abuse. When someone begins to use silence to control another person, that is abuse. Okay, so thank you very much for that. But you'll find that some, I think earlier on we had talked about that it's a way for some people to avoid that confrontation, avoid that having difficulties. And for some people, especially, like I would use the men folk. Sorry, men, I love you. I love men. I have nothing against men. I'm married to a man. I have brothers. I have a father. Now, some men will be like, yes, I'm trying to teach boundaries because when I do this, she knows not to do it next time. She knows that when she crosses this, how, what's that thing about that whole notion about setting boundaries in a relationship using silent treatment? Is it possible to use the silent treatment to set permanent boundaries or, you know, is there a way, how do we address that when people have that kind of um, thinking? Okay, well, it's a good thing we're talking about this because earlier on this year, we actually spoke about boundaries. We, we demystified boundaries. We talked about several things about boundaries that were not true. And part of the things we said about boundaries is that boundaries are intentional and boundaries are communicated. Boundaries are not assumed. So like, what's a boundary? Someone says, Himo, when next year come to my house, please let me know. If you intend to come to my house, let me know. The person is putting a boundary. The person is telling you, I don't want you turning up at my door just when you like. Yeah. You know, I know that's not very, quote-unquote, African, but yeah. you know, that's the boundary. Another boundary could be, please don't call me after 10 p.m. So you have communicated the matter. Yeah. And boundaries are actually what you use as it were. In there's healthy communication. They're actually intentional blocks to prevent ongoing hurts or abuse. 
if, if someone is um if you're on the phone with someone and the person's abusing you could say if you continue speaking to me in this disrespectful manner if you continue shouting i'm going to drop the phone the person continues you drop the phone that is a boundary you know so when it comes to setting a boundary you're actually communicating to your partner you know it's not something you you can't be setting a boundary and using silent treatment no so and if you want to say something you can you can sit you can say to your partner you can say something like do you know what? i like us to talk about this later but right now i'm not ready to talk about it yeah. do you understand so when you set a boundary you actually let the person know that you are setting a boundary because you are adjusting the relationship if you are not communicating the need for a boundary explicitly with your words what you're doing is silent treatment okay. and it's much more harmful wow wow okay then so then you know we like we started at the beginning that it's something that a lot of people have been guilty of doing um for some married people in the early years it was your favorite <laughs> thing to do <laughs> now so let's look at the effects the effects of the silent treatment what were there any effects apart from perhaps oh i'm just um They'll miss my communication and come back to me and say they're sorry. Are there any effects that, that the silent treatment has that we see, that we can see? Okay. Uh, like what you said, actually, you said silent treatment does more harm than good. Yes, thank you. Um, truly communicating is key. And someone has said silent treatment does more harm than good. Yes, that is really true. I mean, it just causes mental stress. It leads to self-doubt. What is he saying now? Or what is he saying? What does she want again now? I don't even know what. Sometimes you actually do because it's a pattern. You know, that's what the person does. So that's what it does in the relationship. It just, it affects people's health. It damages the relationship. And then when it's something you continue using as a habit, guess what happens? There's, there's lots of trust. There's lots of respect. There's care. And then the communication in the relationship is damaged. And the fact is that you may be using silent treatment and the person might even like it. The person will say, I beg, please, let me just cook it. That's a problem. And sometimes it's not easy to keep up with it. And it doesn't deal with the problem. Mm -hmm. so, so it's just like burying your head in. Oh, she doesn't deal with the problem. You keep the person second guessing. That's just yeah. it. Oh, what is it I've done now? Is it because I said they shouldn't send money? We don't have money to send home. Or is it because the team lost, maybe? Or yeah. is it... You know, it just keeps the person second guessing. And whatever yeah. you're trying to do, you're not accomplishing it. And it's yeah. not good in a relationship. It's not healthy. Absolutely. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, the person, you keep the person second guessing. They don't know what what they have done. And like we rightly said, communicate, verbal communication is very important in that regard to just stop that. And it, it just frees you. You can... You can go on, you know. You can go on, especially in a in a in a, a marriage or in a home where one person is giving out the silent treatment. Even you, the person who's giving the silent, there sometimes you want to share that piece of news, and then you remember, I'm not meant to be speaking to this person. The whole effort to pull back that piece of news and i think uh, we're laughing about it but i think the key one of the strongest things you said the mental stress of it the mm -hmm. mental stress of it and the damaging of that relationship you know yes yes yeah we, yeah, we could also do the silent treatment as christians because mm -hmm. you totally now don't want to pray with your partner that's all you were praying before yeah you understand so there are, there are different ways we could do it in the, we could take it in the spiritual angle also 
<laughs> you just yeah. stop praying or when the person when is now like oh pray Sarah, you pray and you gradually say amen and that's just it and the person is wondering what's happening the next morning again ah, let's pray oh please pray the person if pray. you say amen in the prayer <laughs> <laughs> so there are many ways this thing could happen let's <laughs> there are many ways it could happen okay all right so let's assume that um um the recipients of the silent treatment i don't want it but my part my spouse or my children or my boss or my coworker because we've established that this can happen over different spheres of a person's life how can i respond to the silent treatment i've been i have noticed that this person is giving me the silent treatment how then do i respond to this if i find myself in that situation I think there are many ways you could respond to it. Um, some ways are unhealthy, some ways are healthy. I, I think I should start with what we should not do. First of all, don't retaliate. You know, just plan how you're going to do your own. So that, that doesn't help anybody. Even the Bible tells us not, don't, we shouldn't um, repay evil for evil. Mm -hmm. uh, don't try to nag them to talking you back. Don't even begin to use Bible verses. Oh, the sun shouldn't go down by your hand, and then you go and open one book like this and keep it by the bedside and all of that so that they can read and see malice. No, no, no. Don't try to do any of those. And then don't apologize for peace sake. Don't apologize for what you have not done. Be assertive. Someone told me once, said confidence is sexy. Be assertive. Mm. So don't, don't apologize for what you did not do. This is not um, for since I've committed things I may not know since I may. No, 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 no. Commission and commission. <laughs> no, there's no mission and commission here. If you cannot tell me what it is, then too bad, you know. So I think one of the first things we should do is process it first on your own. Like what we said before, check, is, is this actually silent treatment? Is your partner in her period and that's just what's going on? Is your partner upset that his team has lost again? I'm not calling any team's name so that nobody accuses me later. You know, so I think that's the first thing. Process on your own. Check, is this silent treatment? Look inward. What, what, what's the goal? What's going on here? Is there anything that has triggered this silent treatment? You know, is there something I have done that has caused this? Is there any way I've contributed? Am I at fault? And then begin to address it carefully, starting with yourself and compassion. And then, with, and compassion. then address the issue. Address the issue. Like, you know, be the ones, be the bigger person. So speak directly to the issue. If I say something like, um, I know when we're talking about these things that body language and all goes more than more than the words. So it's not when we're saying suggesting say things like, I know you've not been talking to me lately. I like to discuss what started this. Can we talk? There's a way you can say, can we talk? There's just a way and manner you can say so. And then after saying, can we talk? Because sometimes we say, can we talk? And we're not willing to listen and understand. Mm -hmm. So model yourself, model healthy skills to resolve issues. And that means that you can't change yourself. You can't change your spouse. You can only change and control yourself. So if you demonstrate um, openness and respect, if you're not happy, you know, demonstrate transparency. If you're not happy with something, say, I'm not happy with this. Try to resolve the conflict. Talk about it. There's nothing. I think, was it you that told me, if we continue sweeping things under the carpet, under the carpet, one day we'll walk across the carpet and we'll have a fall. Because we've been sweeping things under the Okay, I can see that she's booted and she's not able to Shorty. speak to what? Okay, wow. you're back. Praise the Lord, yeah. 
Good. I, I thought you were the one who was not back. I was saying to everyone that Hemo's internet is putting. I, I stopped myself from saying Hemo's internet is showing us silent treatment. I, I really stopped myself from saying that. And now you <laughs> I'm the one. Putting. You see how silent treatment can happen in the house? Can happen. Whatever he said. When I'm getting there, yesterday, in order to make peace with, I went out of my way to overwork myself when I realized the silence in the home was taking a toll on the kids. Wow. Well, wow. yeah, I, I I think that's very true. Ariwa Ariwa Okay, I I I do believe, and I I understand what you're saying that the mood between parents has an effect on the children because um, um when we started having children, when we would have uh disagreements, we we had said we wouldn't have disagreements in front of the children, but what we noticed that when we were having tension between ourselves one of the children would always fall ill they would just randomly a child who is very healthy today and tomorrow they would fall ill and then we noticed that even the spirit the atmosphere in the house had an effect on the children's health so i do understand what you're saying when you said that the silence in the home was taking a toll on the kids yes and children are very very sensitive i think we forget that they are also spirit beings like we are and they pick up things as well you know thank you for sharing that thank you for that thank honest you. thank you yeah thank you for that honest comment thank you we appreciate you for that and yeah. sometimes parents use silent treatment on children we, mm. I, I think we mentioned that before yeah and and that's a different whole topic i think because mm. by the time i started researching and reading on that i was like oh this is something that needs to be addressed separately for us in silent treatment um with parents and children yeah the parents say it as a form of discipline but it does have that knock-on effect as well mm -hmm. okay so you know before we had that whole glitch could be from your side or my side we can't tell if it's england or Sc or scotland <laughs> now fault who's who's with this, this battle between these two sister countries let's leave it at that we don't know whose internet was but but you know we're talking about that response to silent treatment and that's where Ariel okay gave that um comment as well now let's assume someone has done everything that you have said to do all the tips you've given and how we should respond to him but if it continues then what if um my uh, my spouse continues or my boss or uh, my friend continues with this what what happens what should i do if the silent treatment continues um i would say that know what you can and you can't control you know this is something that joyce me always talks about in the early years of her marriage when she used to like decide she's not speaking to dave and then she goes on with her behavior and she, she always used to say he used to keep on living life like listen if you want to be miserable be miserable whenever you're ready i will not be i cannot come to a miserable person because of you so know what you can control you can't control how your spouse responds to emotional hurt but you can control how you respond you can gently let them know that see whenever you're ready to talk i'm there Hmm. you know and you can choose yes that's the word choose to acknowledge the issue without letting it control you hmm. Hmm. and, and the, the way you can do that gaining control as in when you feel upset or hurt by your partner you know and you're waiting for them to change you you are not in the driving seat at that point in time because you can't control other people you can't control their thoughts they are adults you can only control yourself so just let them sit behind their walls and get over yes. whatever has become the issue just carry on with your own life and make it plain to them that you intend to do so 
So if they intend to be miserable or intend to use, I said, this is not an effective way of communication. Whenever you're ready, we can talk about it. But I, like just like what this person said, I can fully understand. Sometimes you, you actually have to make a show, especially in front of the children, because if children can, can tell that there's something wrong yeah. between daddy and mommy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. I, I think what I, the only thing I can add to what you've said so far is, as scripture says, as long as it is within your power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly, that's the word. Because I know I was thinking, I was like, ah, what the scriptural verse? And I couldn't get that. I'm, I'm happy. Because <laughs> I was thinking, this evening when I was reading trigger, I was like, eh, I thought you were supposed to add, what does the Bible say? And I'm like, you know, but you brought it here. Please continue that scripture, please. <laughs> so as long as it, it lies within you, and mm -hmm. that's what, another word you have said, that's that choice. We're going back to what you said about making that choice. So when it, when the scripture says, as long as it's within your power, as long as it lies with you, what it's saying is that you have the power of choice, you know, to keep doing good or to do the right thing or to do that to be that example to do the right thing so if that person like um, you rightly said has decided that they want to continue it do what you need to do speak continue with the conversations even if they don't want to just they'll get tired of it i always say that people that box with punching bags the punching bag never gets tired you get worn out so if you keep punching and punching so the person is still giving you the silent treatment but you have made that choice that this isn't going to continue and you make that conversation they can't ignore you forever you will wear them out. If you don't know how to come and meet me, I'll loan you some of my talk. <laughs> You'll wear them out with stories. You can just tell them random stories and surely one day they'll snap out of it. Okay, I'm looking at the time. We've kind of like, we've really massively, although we did start three minutes late, but we've gained yeah. that. Yeah, so thank you very much everyone for joining and staying with us. Grace, if you have had some final words before we... We round off today's session. It's a big shout out to everyone who has joined us today for the first time. I will try and contact you, but it would be great if you could follow us so you could see what we're doing. Uh, I want to say that when it comes to the silent treatment, it's one of the things that I, I think there was someone who said, listen, when you go into a relationship, he sat down and they discussed, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to resolve issues. Sometimes before the silent treatment occurs, now you've listened, you've known that this is a pattern that happens in your home. Sit down with your spouse and trash it and put it in a vision statement. Silent treatment is not one of the things that's going to go on in this house. You know, when we cite it, we point it and say, hey, this looks like silent treatment. We're doing it again and we stop it. And, and if you're thinking, oh, how are you going to go ahead and go on without even letting it disturb you when you've done all of this, I think you should join us next week. We have someone coming to speak to us about domestic abuse and self-esteem. All right, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for those words. Yes, so for me, I would say as we go and have a good rest wherever you are or if you're starting your day please um do share our content not just for you we love love and jesus is love 
and one of the ways we show love is by sharing the good news and the good news you could do is by just sharing our content just sharing uh like tell your friends have you heard of um church against domestic abuse Kada? um there's all we also have a blog a relationship blog called this husband matter which publishes new articles every friday so please do um just click on that blog and just read we talk about healthy relationships so thank you everyone for joining us we're here every thursday at 8 30 p.m where we bring interesting and practical topics as it pertains to life and um all that has to do with us i was going to quote a scripture as it pertains to life and godliness Oh Jesus, we bless you. So thank you very much. Um, thank you. Please, as um Gracilis has said, please do subscribe. And as we sign up tonight, I will just leave you with the words of Romans chapter 12, verse 18, where it says, um, New Living Translation tells us that do all you can to live in peace mm -hmm. with everyone. Mm -hmm. Totally everyone. It says everyone. So do all you can this week as you go on into the weekend, do all you can to be in peace with everyone and no silent treatment and if you've been giving anyone the silent treatment <laughs> repent <laughs> all right you know, you know, the podcast for someone because I, I came across this <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us we look forward to seeing you next thursday at 8 30 here on the same page church against domestic abuse follow us on twitter and on Facebook as thank well. You. Thank you. Bye All right. Now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We hope Bye. you enjoyed and learnt from today's session. Till we come your way again, remember, God hates abuse. There is no excuse for abuse. The church, which is you and I, say no to domestic abuse.